Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am. An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do. With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds. Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> Cheers. This episode of the B-Side Boys is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. New year, new floors. If you have a garage that needs to get done, a shed, a little bar, whatever, patio, locker room, locker room, all sorts of different stuff. Floor. Get a hold of Rotor Epoxy. They're going to get it taken care of for you. It's going to look beautiful. Everybody's going to be super impressed by it whenever they come over and check it out. If you spill anything, you're going to be able to clean it up nice and easy. And it looks great. And great price, great people, great service. I mean, just can't speak highly enough about them. They're just, they're the best. So that's why you need to get a hold of Rotor Epoxy. Go to their Facebook page. Look them up online. R-O-D-E-R Epoxy. Yeah, tell them the B-Side Boys sent you. Yes, please. Yeah, no, that's really important. Now, here's the show. Welcome to episode 54 of the B-Side Boys podcast. We have just myself, no Philly V today, with birthdays, the snowstorm, Valentine's Day, Super Bowl, a lot of crazy things happening, so we got a quick one for you here. Big update, though, the Iowa Rugby Union AGM, the annual grand meeting that was to take place this Saturday tomorrow in Iowa City, is going to be postponed. The Iowa AGM will be postponed. We will make sure to update you on that. Also, the Iowa Youth Rugby Association, you have exactly one week, February 24th, to decide whether or not you are going to be in the league and create a new team this spring. So if you have that information, let the league know. Hopefully we see a couple more. But again, Iowa AGM in Iowa City is going to be postponed. But let's head to Iowa City right now and hear from their new president. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, and now we are joined by the Iowa City Ducks president, Joel Horn. Joel, how you doing tonight? Hey, Ryan. Hey, Phil. I'm doing great. It's been a good weekend. How are you guys? Yeah, no, we're, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, let's congrats again on uh, being voted into as the new Iowa City Ducks president. Like, you're like the first new president in quite a while, right? Yeah, Daly's been at it for a while. Yeah, um, so. Say. Yeah, he's he's uh, retiring. Oh, you know, it's probably good because, I mean, that dude would probably stay president forever. I mean, <laughs> if he had to. And he just does so many things for rugby. Like, I mean, 
Yeah, for all of Ireland. Exactly. I mean, he's doing things all over. So, I mean, it's awesome to to get you involved. And I know I talked to you recently, too, just about rugby in general. And, and, you know, we were talking about kind of the mindset of clubs and really excited to see what you do with the Iowa City Ducks moving forward. And it always feels like there's a lot of energy in the Iowa City Ducks. You know, you, you can look to the Block Party Sevens, which was uh, the child or the the brainchild of uh, Tyler Daly. And it's yeah. just such a cool community event. And, you know, when I think of the Iowa City Ducks, I think Block Party. I think of just that atmosphere of Iowa City. You guys have so much to offer. So, um, you know, first and foremost, to give people kind of a background of who you are, basically, what's your story with rugby and how did you end up in Iowa City before we dive into the Ducks? Sure, yeah. Um, as maybe some of you can tell already, by the way, I'm talking. I'm, I'm not from Iowa, um, so I, I didn't didn't learn my rugby in Iowa. Um, my my history with, with rugby is is quite a long one. Um, so I'm originally from the UK, and uh, I, I grew up as a kid, knowing that my dad had played rugby um, while he was growing up, and he was actually the the captain of his high school first team, which is a big deal back then, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so um, I was, you know, every young boy wants to be able to grow up like his dad. So I was like, okay, that's, that's pretty cool. Um, but the place where we lived in London at the time didn't offer rugby uh, at, at that age. Um, and so when I was nine years old, we, we moved to Cape Town in South Africa. And like that first week of our move, it was my birthday and it was the 2003 Rugby World Cup final. And if, if anyone, anyone knows rugby and what happened in that final, Johnny Wilkinson kicks the winning drop goal in extra time and it's just yeah, pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's such a, such a big day. Um, and then you know, growing up in South Africa, rugby is like a religion. Yeah, so if you, if you don't play rugby, they're like, who are you? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I started playing rugby when I was nine years old um, in primary school. And you know, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, and um, yeah, some of the guys that I was um, playing with in primary school, some of them play for the Stormers now. So um, that's, that's pretty cool um, to, to see people who be able to take the sport professionally. Um, and then played it quite socially when I went to university. Um, I, was, I went to the UK for the university and did a study abroad in France and uh, had a lot of fun with the French team over there. It was the best way that I could learn French, actually, mm-hmm. was playing with the rugby team. Um, so if anyone wants to learn a new language, go and play the sport in that language um, that, that you love because <laughs> you'll, you'll learn very quickly. Um, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, it involves a lot of alcohol, so you're able to loosen up and you know take away your shyness, so you can <laughs> learn the language a lot better. Um, but anyway, while I was in France, I met my wife, and um, she was applying to, to Iowa to, to med school, um, and and so we got married in her third year of med school, and that's when I moved here, and um, yeah, I've been playing for the Ducks since. 2021 i think because we i think all of rugby and iowa had a bit of a hiatus with mm-hmm. covid yeah of course um so um yeah 
soon as things calmed down with COVID and we started up again. Um, so yeah, it's been great fun. I've had an awesome experience with the Ducks so far. I've been able to uh, captain the side a few times and um, yeah, have a really, really good time um, throughout the springs and fall seasons and block parties and tournaments and, and stuff like that. So um, that, that's a bit of my history with the rugby. That's crazy. You, you've been all over the place. I didn't realize, you know, you've played for quite a few different teams in different countries that somehow you just managed to make your way over to Iowa based on, you know, your wife needing to go to med school here. Like that's insane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was so glad to find out that there was a rugby team. that was, you know, looked up, you know, by happenstance rugby, Iowa and found the ducks and yeah, they just welcomed me with open arms and found a really great atmosphere of friendship and, and fun um, and a fantastic way to you know, get involved in the community. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's kind of funny, too, because any club in Iowa, when you have a player come to your club and no offense here, but when someone comes and has an accent and is like, hey, I'd like to play rugby and they don't sound like us, it's like, and it's kind of funny, you're president now. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, you know way more than us. Like, <laughs> I can hear it in your voice. You know way more than we do. You're president, you now run the club, and you're our coach. So, because our fly half is also from the UK. Yeah, Lee. Yeah, Lee. Lee. Channel, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, hey, man, uh, how do you run an offense? Like, Because <laughs> here in Iowa, it's very, for just the past 13 years I've played, it's, hey, give it to the big guys, crash, 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 backline. That and like sure. that's it, <laughs> and we're yeah. just gonna muscle it through. So it's it's good to have some some people who've experienced rugby in a different way bring their mm. insight, their knowledge, and also just a new level of culture to our clubs. And it's really cool to see you in that that position of leadership to you know kind of give a little spark to the Ducks. And so with that new presidency, uh, what's what's the plan? Like what's on deck? What are some things you're looking to? You know, keep going. What's some things you're looking to improve as you start mm. your your new role? Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, firstly, it's for me being being president is is quite an honor, and you know, to be to be chosen by your fellow teammates is um yeah, it's, it means quite a lot, and it's a way of you know, me being able to give back and and serve this club that has you know, brought me so much joy mm. and a lot of friendships and help me play the game that I love um when I've been here so yeah for me it's it, that, that's that's what it means um and yeah for the for the vision and, and the future of the ducks we've you've know, got a really well established board of directors um who have been able to you know lead the club through tough times and um now into into new seasons um so we will kind of follow on from what they've you know, been sowing and be able to see the game grow a lot more in Iowa City. Um, so yeah, that kind of starts with you know recruitment and retention of players, and um, being able to spread the word and get athletes involved and exposed to rugby, whether they're in high school or in college or university, and, and be able to grow that. Um, and yeah, be able to make it really fun. Um, like this isn't just a a game to improve your fitness but you can also form really good friendships um and um, be able to see this game grow in in the usa so yeah one of the ways we're doing that is we're, we're doing some watch parties for the six nations that you know, just started this weekend um which was a lot of fun 
we, we got together as, as some players and, and then obviously the World Cup um, coming up later this year is going to be great to watch that together and try and tell everybody, hey, like the next one is in the USA. Like this is a, it's a big deal for America. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we want to tell people like, hey, if you haven't heard of it, this is the best sport in the world and um, be able to grow the sport in that way. Um, I think another thing, yeah, we want to be a, you know, a competitive team in Iowa and we've got you know, fantastic talent, amazing commitment from a lot of our players and being able to put those two together and you know, see us compete with you guys and as the Wombats and um, a lot of the other good teams in the state um, and you know, provide some, some healthy competition uh, to, to everyone around and, and you know, raise the level of the game as well. That would be you know, definitely part of our goals as we improve as, as players and, and as a club. Um, and yeah, so we're trying to get in as many fixtures as we can for this spring coming up um you know get a few friendlies in here and there maybe do like a like a multi-site match uh, like we did last year with you guys and cedar rapids and, and clinton that was really cool that was a lot of fun day, that was a playing that. yeah yep. so we'd love to do similar things if you guys are up for it if the other clubs listening in if you're up for some like multi-site friendlies where we can you know, get as many games in, reduce travel time, and make it as convenient and as fun for everyone as possible. We're all game for that. Um, and then, yeah, as you guys said, you know, Block Party Sevens is our biggest event of the year. It is the most memorable um, for all the good reasons, um, and it's a it's a great thing for for Iowa City as well, and and for our area, and um, for people to you know see an amazing group of of young men who have a real sense of community and brotherhood and friendship and can go at each other for 80 minutes and, you know, be able to shake hands and hug after the game with mud on their face. Um, so we want to, yeah, create a, a bit more awareness about the sport um, for, for us and uh, for, for this community that we're in. Oh yeah. And I think, you know, being at the bar and watching games, even though it's like, self-serving in a sense of like you want to go and do that and it's fun but people see you they see the excitement they see this new sport on tv and it draws people in because it's like hey i want what they have like that looks fun and the thing is like you said that the club welcomed you with open arms they'd open any or welcome anybody with open arms and like hey come check it out come to a practice and i think block party sevens again to just like hit that again where it's just that's such a good exposure in Iowa city where people know when it's in town. And then when you hit the bars and you have the matching t-shirts, people are like, Oh, that's rugby. Mm -hmm. And they have this positive experience with rugby. They're more open to joining. They're more open to, to checking it out. I know Phil, he had a blast last year. I have fun at block party every year and it always seems to get bigger (laughs) and bigger. Like your guys' presence is always bigger every year. So you have an idea how you guys are going to try to top last year. Because that tug of war thing was really big, and like obviously everybody wearing the blue tank tops, walking around like there's tons of people. Like, you guys have any plans to make it even bigger than last year? Um, we're gonna definitely do those things um, that, that you mentioned for for block party. We want to you know, be able to try and get 
maybe if it can work maybe a high school team mm-hmm. here or there oh, um, yeah. to to get involved that would be really cool if, if there's people around you know we want to make it as family friendly as possible mm-hmm. um so you know get a few face paint things in some bouncy parcels you know surprises even ice cream um that would be a that would be great i think the rugby players will probably eat all the ice cream for the kids <laughs> because it's so hot um, and you know what? I would play a match with my face painted like a tiger too, like you know, <laughs> or a wall. I mean, yeah, that would be cool, wouldn't it? We should make that mandatory for you know the, the captain or vice captain of each team to yeah. get their face painted beforehand. <laughs> well, and you're a new father too, you know. Like we could match like our face paint with our kids and be like, "Yep, that's my kid. We're both painted the same." Like you know, I, that's true. I love that. Like becoming a dad too, you do look at rugby a little bit different where like Mm. we have young guys on our team where we do events and it's like okay this event is family friendly and then you hit 9 p.m and it's like okay for you young guys who want to go downtown and get wild go for Mm. it but now i'm thinking of like how do i keep my wife and kids like i want them included i don't want it just to be like a drunk fest like there is a time and a place for that and that is what is appealing to some people like this is fun but then also to have that other side of hey I want my family here. I want other families to feel safe, comfortable, welcome. Uh, it's really mm. cool to hear that you guys are, are thinking of that. And obviously it helps like you're a dad now. So, and congratulations yeah. on that, yeah, by the way. You, yeah. Yeah. We've got other guys on our team. who are also dads. Mm-hmm. So we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're growing the dad crew, which is, <laughs> which is really exciting. And hopefully passing on the passion for the game to our kids as well. And, um, so, yeah, that that would be a, a great thing about about rugby and you know being able to, uh, I guess, um, you know, impacts the perception of the sport yes. in 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 the community and and in the state and to know like yeah like the guys who play are their dads too and you know we're <laughs> responsible adults and yes. we we have fun as well and you're able to you know make time for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and enjoy it as a family together, um, which is which is really special. And that's always been my experience. You know, when I've been playing in South Africa or in the UK, mm-hmm. in France, it's it's a really big family occasion. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'd we'd like to to see that grow. Um, so yeah, by all means, bring bring your family members. Oh yeah, um, from from Des Moines to to the block party and all future <laughs> fixtures that we have. Yeah, and speaking of kids too. Iowa City has had some like up and down years with high school rugby. Uh, And I know in the past, like working with ADs has been kind of a little bit of a roadblock. Is there any movement with youth rugby, whether it be through a high school or just uh, like camps or getting into elementaries, middle schools? Is there any progress on that? What's what's the word on Iowa City? Because there is like a good network of high schools and Mm -hmm and surrounding communities as well. A kid who went to an Iowa City high school is playing in the Major League Rugby uh, League right now, so that's really cool to see too. Um, what's, what is the Ducks' connection to youth rugby at the moment and any plans moving forward? That's a really good question, Ryan. And unfortunately, I think because I'm so new to the community, I don't know a lot about right. the involvement of high schools and, and the Ducks. I do know that... There are several teams. Um, I mean, we, we've had high school kids you know, come along to our practices mm-hmm. um, several times, and like we know them all by name. They know us by name, and you know we wanted to see, see them grow and 
and teach them and, and see their talent grow. So yeah, it'd be awesome to know if one of them becomes a major league rugby player as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that some of our players coach high school teams mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, whether that's in Iowa City or in North Liberty. Mm. Um, so that's you know, one of the ways in which we want to be involved in the in the communities. Um, I know. I mean, I've been able to referee a few high school games. Oh, nice. Um, I know James does as well, and you know, a bunch of other guys want to get involved in in that. Um, so yeah, that is the extent of my knowledge. There's probably a lot more going on, mm-hmm. and there's probably a lot more communication um, than what I'm aware of. And you know, this is all areas that I want to engage in and and, and you know um, be able to be a part of as as, as the president of the Ducks and um, yeah, be able to see high schools get involved because yeah, we want to see it grow. You know, from right. generation to generation, it's not just um, you know we're not going to sit around and get grey and let the game die on us. We want to see the next you know, set of young lads come mm-hmm. through and 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 see the game get you know more fun, faster, stronger. Um, and so, yeah, it'd be awesome to have the high schools involved. Definitely. And, yeah. you know, I have this habit too of like someone gets put in a new position and then I'm like, oh, we got to have them on the podcast right away. And then I ask questions that it's like, oh, I yeah, I really had a chance to get started. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. You, you just jumped into this role and, and you've only been with the club since 2021. So some of these questions, I apologize. I'm like, <laughs> as I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> but no, I, I think it's kind of cool, too, because you do see it as an opportunity for like, growth and Mm -hmm. and definitely when you put into the youth it'll come back to that senior side and and creating that community is just it's it's huge and so excuse me it's something we'll be we'll be keeping an eye on because yeah you do have some really great guys who who care about this sport and and like james you know he's a guy that we've played with in nashville we've known him forever he's 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 always anything rugby related he's there it Mm -hmm. seems like yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He came awesome. down to our playoff match for the Wombats, and he yeah. did. He filmed a match for us. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. So we could live stream it, and he just hung out. And that's what's cool. What I love about the Ducks is like we can be competitors on the field, but yet off the field, it just always yeah. feels like you know, if we lived closer, we'd be on the same team. Yeah. It's very like minded yeah, exactly. people, you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And I'm looking forward to you know future opportunities we get to collaborate together and act out as city boys in this rural state <laughs> city boys. <laughs> yeah. yeah speaking of that because you we were talking or you mentioned a little bit earlier about like doing these uh matches where it's like you know a triangular or whatever stuff do you guys have much of a schedule for the spring or are you guys looking just to fill like some weekends or what are your plans exactly for that yeah, we're very flexible right now with our spring schedule and um, you know, willing to be able to you know, get in as many games as we can and mm-hmm. with, with the players that we have available to us. You know, a lot of guys are hungry to get back on the field. Um, so, no, we don't have any hard dates that I'm aware of right now. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's get in the planning. And, yeah, all the other clubs out there listening in, come and message us, find us on Facebook if you don't have our contacts already, and we can start collaborating and mm. try and get some multi-site games going. I had to recruit some guys for Nash Bash in Chicago, too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that's the thing. We're, yeah, we're going to Nashville. We're going to Chicago. So that's something, too. We'd love, love to have any guys from Iowa City if they wanted to oh, join, if you guys 100%. didn't have anything. 
Um, yeah. Always a fun social thing. But also we know that it's hard to get work off or logistics mm. with all that. Um, I want yeah. to go back to, you know, speaking of kind of some of the, the benefits you have being in Iowa City. You know, we talked about Tyler Daly. He wears a lot of hats. He's coaching the University of Iowa, the Hawkeyes, uh, their men's rugby program. You know, have you seen a benefit of sharing a city with them? Is there joint things that are going to be happening with the Ducks and the Hawkeyes? What does that look like? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's been a such a blessing having you know, the university and, and Tyler being their coach and him being a part of the club. Uh, we, we get to use their fields for, for practice mm. and, you know, often practice at the same time, which is you know, amazing. Um, and, you know, we know a lot of their players, um, you know, if, if their players are looking for extra practice time, they come and practice with us. And it's awesome. We're like, oh, dude, are you free on Saturday? Can you play for us? And they're like, nah, I'm playing for the Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, yeah, but there's some really quality players in, in the Hawks team. Um, and a lot of them are friends of ours. And, um, so yeah, we have a pretty strong relationship with them as a club, and you know some of the guys who played for them in previous years are now playing for us. Um, so that's a you know a great way of continuity for mm-hmm. those that are sticking around in Iowa City, and we'd love to see that grow. Um, yeah, for any of the Hawks listening, if you're staying in Iowa City, come and <laughs> hang out with the Ducks if you graduated. But make sure you graduate first. You don't want to <laughs> right. compromise your studies. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we'd we'd love to see more collaboration. I'm I'm kind of you know going to be in this handover transition role with daily. So um, I'll be able to have a lot more communication with him, and we'll we'll share even more news as it comes out with what happens between the, the Ducks and the Hawks. Definitely, because I you know you guys are the only club that share a city with a college, you know, mm. Bremer <clears throat> County Waverly is about 20, 25 minutes away from you and I, yep. and then Ames is 30 minutes away from Des Moines. So, I mean, to share a practice field, a practice space, getting to know those guys, I think that's, that's so huge. Yeah. And it's and going to, it's going to pay dividends in the end. I well, think uh, you have the player. Is it uh, Nick may? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's Nick. a great player. I remember when he played for Iowa, and I remember thinking – He's a great guy, too. Great guy. Yeah, I is. wouldn't want to play against him. And then <laughs> playing against the Ducks, I'm like, ah, oh, he graduated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled to have him on the team. He's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, and I'm excited to see how that goes, too, with, you know, daily focusing on the Ducks – you or on the Hawkeyes, you focusing on the Ducks and then collaborating together. It's going to be, mm. I think, benefit both squads. Yeah, and 100%. And, again, just making Iowa City a place that rugby is known, I think that'll help uh, get high school ADs and football coaches more, you know, uh, what's the word? Not approving, but they're more tolerant of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's where we start with youth rugby is get the the people in charge of schools tolerant and then show them that there are benefits to other things, you know? Um, yeah, but yeah, I, I love, I love hearing it, man. Love hearing what you're doing and really excited to see, you know, what you guys got going forward. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. We're, we're excited for 2023 and, all that's in store for us and yeah obviously can't wait to get on the pitch with you guys and put in some tackles <laughs> oh yeah and last question here as you look ahead for 2023 you know what would you say is by the end of this year what is one thing you want to have accomplished whether it's on the field 
off the field, uh, as a president, player, whatever. What is the main goal that you would like to see happen in the next 10 months? That's a great question, Ryan. Um, I think for us, probably like one of the main things would be being able to have a lot of depth of Mm. players in our club. Um, You know, for those that are registered and sipped and committed to the team and and then being able to have a you know committed set of you know 23 even if possible 30 mm-hmm. you know, core guys who you know who feel adept in being able to play different positions and you know growing in their skills and you know be able to say that yeah we can look at our you know spring summer fall schedule and know we can put on a full team at every fixture Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was probably the most frustrating thing last year was, you know, just due to a bunch of different factors and timing, we had to forfeit one game and, um, you know, barely had one or two subs for, for another. Um, so yeah, we just want to see that grow, um, mm-hmm. you know, get a, get a good core amount of guys, get some depth. Um, and yeah, I'm sure that will, you know, bring home some wins. as well um definitely when you when you have that depth you know not just thinking like oh it'd be cool to have 30 guys but like that would mean you have a culture where guys are like hey i understand that other people are are playing more than i am like the Mm. culture is so good that even though they may not be a starter or in that top 23 they want to be at practice they want to be at the social events you know if you have 30 40 guys sipped you have created a culture where people want to be there whether they're playing or not. And the second thing with that, uh, the Wombats match was one of those matches where you guys, I think, might have only had one sub. And honestly, That's right, yeah. we were very off that day, and we were playing, I don't know, we were, yeah, we were not playing by the rules. There was some, <laughs> like, we just, we were playing a really terrible game. And honestly, if you guys had depth, I don't know if we walk out of there with a win because we were just, not playing good rugby and you guys playing good rugby, and you guys hit us in the mouth. And I honestly think the only thing that made the difference was we had fresh legs in the last 20 minutes um, because we were not ready for that physical punch in the mouth. You guys put on a whole new front row. Yep. Our scrums are like, Oh my goodness. Where did these guys get their second breath from? (laughs) Exactly. I mean, and that's the thing, like you said, you, you have that depth, you're going to get some more wins and, it just keeps growing that culture and, and guys want to be there. So no, I think that's, I think it's a pretty achievable goal for you guys too. Cause you guys already have a really good culture, a good core group of guys. Mm, like Iowa yeah. city duck boys are some of the most fun dudes to hang around. I always enjoy seeing you guys and playing yeah, against you guys. Sure. I don't think it's going to be, once you get more numbers rolling in, I don't think it's going to be a problem for you guys at all. Yeah. yeah. That's what we're hopeful for this, this season. Yeah. Just be able to have a lot of fun, make some new friends and, mm-hmm. Yeah, create that strong brotherhood bond, you know. Definitely, definitely. Well, hey, Joel, we appreciate you for coming yeah. on and sharing your story with us and sure talking thing. about the Hawks. And, yeah, we're we're wishing you all the, the luck this year, except for when you play against us. But, <laughs> no, all kidding aside, really excited for you, man, really excited for the Ducks. And, uh, yeah, thank you again. Great. Thanks so much, Ryan, Phil. Always a pleasure. Have a great evening. You too, brother. Bye, guys.
always great to hear from the Ducks. Really excited to see what they're up to. Again, I hope to see more teams pop up through the state. I made this uh, little visual graphic to see basically men's clubs, colleges, like kind of like an, a little area map to see how many high school teams were in like the bubble of each, like an umbrella of each men's club. And I feel like Iowa City, Cedar Rapids, that Cedar Valley area, there's a lot of opportunity for new teams, that Davenport area. And then also, you know, Bremer and you and I, they do a great job with teams up there, but would love to see some more teams on the eastern side of the state. Would love to see teams southern, western. I mean, just anywhere, really. So youth programs, if young kids know the game, they'll get involved. Iowa City, always great to talk to those guys. Always a good time. Love to see the energy and just kind of the excitement around their program. I want to see, you know, good things out of those guys. They're always always good dudes to play. Uh, hopefully some of them join us again in Nashville. Be a good time. So another tournament that's coming up is the Las Vegas Sevens. That's going to be on February 25th and 26th. With that, Kelsey McDowell, the head coach of Iowa State, is going to be leading the ERA, the Eagle Impact Rugby Academy, in L.A. They have 13 girls from eight different states. No girls from Iowa. A couple of girls from Wisconsin, Colorado, Texas, California, Michigan, New York, uh, Maryland. So that's a really huge opportunity for her to be coaching some high-level high school talent in L.A. against other high-level talent. We'll be keeping our eye out for there, and that's side-by-side -side with the USA rugby team as well. And then also today, tonight, Major League Rugby is going to start. We have Rugby Atlanta hosting the Toronto Arrows at 6 p.m. This is Iowa time, Central time. Nola Gold is going to be hosting the New England Free Jacks tonight at 7 p.m. Both of those you can find on the Rugby Network. You should definitely download that app. You can see so much rugby on there. Every single Major League Rugby match will be on there. Uh, one thing to note, Nola Gold, Ani Mateo, who we know from Iowa Central, he's not in their top 23 yet. He just joined them a couple months ago, so we'll be keeping an eye to see if he makes it in there. Then tomorrow, February 18th at 1 o'clock, Old Glory is going to host Chicago Hounds. If you're in the Chicago area or if you have the Marquee Sports Network because of the Chicago Cubs, you can watch it there. Again, you can also watch it on the Rugby Network. Then at 6 o'clock, the San Diego Legion hosts the Utah Warriors. That's on FS2. And then at 8.30, the Seattle Seawolves will host the New York Ironworkers. So a rematch of last year's championship game, and that will be on FS1. On Sunday, the Dallas Jackals host Houston Sabercats at 7.05 p.m. And that's the final game of the weekend. So some really good matchups. I really think Toronto is going to be strong. Nola Gold. I think Chicago is going to come out and really take it to Old Glory. Uh, San Diego and Utah, I feel like it's going to be a really tight matchup. And uh, Sabercats, I think they're going to take it to Dallas. Between New York and Seattle, I think New York has the edge. Uh, I think they have a lot to build off of, but it should be a lot of fun to take a look at how, you know, Major League Rugby is back. So definitely watch, watch some of that. The Rugby Network, download it. It's free for FS1, FS2. But that's everything, right? We'll see you next week.